in a world where hooded cultists totally, 100% actually exist. So, Chip, why did you want me to come to this abandoned building with you? Oh, who are your friends in the hoods? Where ritualistic human sacrifices take place daily. God is dead! Satan lives! Where your local daycare serves as their base of operations, and everyone who likes metal is definitely one of them. Starring Mike Warnke. Why is it that you drive in a parkway and park in a driveway? Key McFarland. We've got to believe the children. And the entire town of Salem, Massachusetts. She's a witch! Burner! This January, get ready to panic about the satanic. Rated R, coming to a podcast feed two towns over from you. What's with that fucking beanie he wears? What's the deal with that? Actually, the beanie's pretty cool. Is it? Honest. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the beanie's pretty, beanie's pretty good. I'm still waiting for him to sing Eat It. I still haven't gotten a watch. God. Weird, man. Fuck, that is so amazing. I know. I actually read an article the other day. He uh, apparently had an idea to do a parody based on Harry Potter one time. Uh-huh. And went to Warner Brothers to ask permission. Uh-huh. And they said no. Yeah, naturally. And, and you know how he is. If they say no, he's not going to do it. Yeah. But, um, you know, at one point he said, you know, sometimes it's better to ask forgiveness and permission. So he still thought about it. And then he goes, but then we just started treating the weird movie like it's it's the sequel. to It's the Harry Potter because <laughs> it's Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah. So they just acted like that was the last Harry Potter movie. Nice. It is this one. All the music really was so good for that show. Yeah, but it often didn't match the tone of the show itself, mm. which I found weird. I've never I've had anime where I don't like the song, but it matches the show, uh-huh. right? Or where I do like the song and it matches the show, or I don't like the song because it doesn't match the show. Uh-huh. But Tokyo Ghoul, I love I it's fucking sticks in your head. Yeah. It's let's good. Not, let's not forget the greatest <clears throat> anime intro, which is Gachamon. Gachamon. You right. <laughs> you right. Da da da. Da, da, da. Na, na, na. Um, sorry, no. The uh, greatest anime intro of all time is, in fact, again by Yui from Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. It was the second intro. Perhaps you the are first. also not wrong. Is the thing you're both not wrong for different reasons. Because <laughs> oh, I know of those, I'm not wrong. Because one of those is a fucking fire song, which I listened to. On the reg. But the other one was our intro for a podcast that lives in the past now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm familiar. Look up Ninja Team Ninja Science Team Gachaman. I remember it as G Force when I was a kid. G Force. Yes. And in one of the rarest, or maybe it was planned, I don't know Ruben's mind, of segues. Welcome. Actually, I need your help. And I should have asked this before we started, oh, but no. fuck it, we're doing it live. It's time for a bit. No, it's not a bit. I need to know what kind of show this is. If it's a fire, campfire story or if it's an actual Two Towns Over. Because yes, we're talking about Japanese urban legends today. Okay. But they're Japanese urban legends based off of real stories. You know so, what? 
in an unprecedented move, perhaps we listen to the episode and we exit with what this was. Okay. Oh. So welcome to and we'll the name show. It, and we'll name it ambiguously so that you have to listen to the end. <laughs> or fast forward because you have a scroll bar. But it's either way. Or welcome to two fires over. Two campfires over. Or, yeah. That's actually good. Two campsites over. <laughs> um, I am Don. I'm not Don. I'm Josh. And it's going to be a weird vibe tonight because it is tonight. Not today it's, like we normally record. Because it's so late. It is not late. Uh, it's late if you're 90. I am. Listen, <laughs> listen. I'm not 26. I've, I'm 87. Uh huh. If, if you're 87, following that, I'm dead. Because I'm literally twice. <laughs> I love your music. <laughs> <laughs> Can I have an autograph? Oh, wait. <laughs> Ooh, that's the you know. <laughs> good. <laughs> so we're just gonna jump right into it. Absolutely. And our fourth force fourth story. Res oh Ooh. fuck. What? Never mind. Our first story <laughs> is the story of the howling village of Inunaki. Or how would you pronounce that in Japanese? Probably in, in Nuni- I-N-U-N-A-K-I. You got it. Inunaki? Yeah. I just... I, Inunaki. Maybe, Inu, yeah, Inunaki. Inunaki? I'm just worried Inu because last week dog. we discussed the... I don't know the, what Naki would mean. Yeah, well, Inunaki means howling dog. There it is. So, ah, there um, But no, I'm just worried because last week we discussed the Anunnaki, ah. the, the reptilian overlord, so yeah. my brain's mm-hmm. not sure. Is it spelled <laughs> similarly? Well, Anunaki is A-N-N-U-N-A-K-I. So this is I in Oh, I see it. Yeah. Okay. Oh my God. Jesus <laughs> fuck. It's our canine overlords this time. <laughs> <laughs> so located in the countryside of Kyushu's Fukuoka, Fukuoka, oh, Fukuoka prefecture. Uh, I've been practicing and the first fucking sentence. No, it's good. Kyushu's Fukuoka prefecture. Fukuoka. Fukuoka yeah, prefecture. You got the first one perfect. Okay. Uh, lies the lost Kyushu. Inunaki village. Uh, a place that exists apart from modern civilization as we know it. In fact, when you come to the entrance to the village, you will be greeted by signs warning that the constitution and laws of Japan do not apply here. Mm. I actually have a good tip for that. If you see something in in Japanese, romanized is what it's called, if it's in English right. rendering, um, that has two vowels next to it, Yeah. if it is you, if Base just pretty much at all. It would not be pronounced like it is in English. They it it, it should basically have, uh, like an apostrophe in it, like an accent mark on one or the other vowel. Okay. Usually the second one. So like like, H I E. Yeah. Hie. Right. Yeah. So like. Um, uh. I don't know any others off the top of my goddamn head because I, I blinked. But either. but you know it's like like the one we just looked at. Yeah, Fuku, Fukuoka. Fukuoka. It, Fukuoka. It, it, it has a space in between there. You should pronounce both vowels separately. Okay, and this has been Japanese pronunciations with Robin, Robin, Ruben. No, that's good. <laughs> uh, today, 
Inunaki Village and the old Inunaki Tunnel are considered to be one of the most haunted locations in all of Japan. Now, at the end of the Edo period, which ran from 1603 Edo. to 18, Edo period, which ran from 1603 to 1868, the Inunaki Village was under the rule of the Kuroda clan. Located at the bottom of a valley in the mountains, the main source of income for the residents was wood felled in the forest. Getting into and out of the village was extremely difficult. And in 1884, construction began in a tunnel through the mountain. Is this a Google Doc? No. Never mind. Why? Because I was going to ask if I could read along. No. Like on my phone. No, this is my Word document. Okay. Technology at the time was lacking. What a boomer. (laughs) <laughs> I would rather be using Word, to be completely honest. <laughs> I prefer Google Docs. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I'm, I'm getting used to it. I've I'm just, learning it. It's, I've gotten good with it in the way that I was good with Word when I had to use it for school. I'm, so. I'm learning it. I might want to stick with it like because of that. Uh, simply because you don't have to pay for it anymore. I don't have like to pay there. for Word either. No? No, Word's free. Well, yeah, but certain features are locked. Yeah, features I will never fucking use. Oh, I use them features all the goddamn time when I got them. Mm-mm. Nope. But I'm I'm probably just stick with because it feels like Word used to feel to me. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't feel like new this this newfangled Word. Yeah, that highfalutin shit that you 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 Gen Z and millennial you damn people. youngins should have gone with Zoomers. Zoomers yeah, and yeah. yeah. Anyways, is uh, that real? Yeah. Fuck, I'm old. <laughs> Dude, literally, we just watched Inside, and... Shit, he, he does say it. Zoomer in it. Yeah. You had him watch it? You got him to watch Inside? I did. Yeah. He was listening to... Uh, I was listening to Dissect. Yes, okay. Dissect yeah. about it, and I was hearing snippets, and we were just having conversations about it, and I was like, I don't... I can't have good opinions yet. I have... <laughs> fuck it, let's just watch it. And so we did, and it was really good. Like, I knew it would be. But yeah. I'm glad I waited until the hype died down because I would have fucking hated it if I had watched it sooner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because people were being kind of pretentious about it. Yeah, and I would have been, which is literally the opposite of the like entire message. Yeah, right? and I would have been mad that people had misinterpreted it. But now I don't like, give we, a fuck. We it's spent over. most of it like talking about how people all like pretended they understood inside, but they didn't really get it. Yeah. yeah. And then at the end, Bo says, uh, got it good. Now get inside. I was like, please get inside. <laughs> <laughs> and like, never thought of that. I didn't either until he said it. Um, but it's, I'm going to, I'm probably going to watch it again, like tonight or tomorrow right. sometime because I want to lock it in. Because there is a lot of, I mean, he's a great cinematographer as well, mm-hmm. and I just want to be able to, you know, dig into some of the s- stuff that I saw. And there's like puns that I didn't get yet, you yeah. know. I'm certain because it's Bo Burnham, right? But uh, yeah, it's real good. If you haven't seen it, probably watch it. Uh, if you are depressed right now, don't watch it. I'm gonna disagree with that. Really? Yes. Yeah. I, November sucks for me, and it helped a little. Because it was good. real. Like, he yeah. talks about, you know, fucking uh, trigger warning, I guess. Uh, he does talk about suicide. Yeah. But he talks about it in the way that people who have been in therapy talk about it. So it's a little bit better, easier to hear. Uh, so it's, you know, go watch it. It helps. <laughs> have you watched the outtakes yet? Yep. Yes. Um, yeah. I was going to say... Uh, 
anyone who watches Inside, like, immediately after, listen to the Spotify Dissect yeah. season about it. It's, that nine, kind of, it's nine parts. It's very good. Yeah, that kind of, that put things into perspective. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't feel, I don't feel quite as bad for him. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. knowing that a lot of it was probably performative. It, that oh, intentional. I, yes. fucking, That's I, what it's didn't all I about. Say it. Yeah. I, in, the, in the scene where, I know this is a whole tantric, but. <laughs> this is the inside aside. Yes. You know? Oh. Oh. <laughs> hell yeah. Um, um, uh, by the way, the blunt is gone. Um, it's the part where, I mean, all of it was performative. And I knew that by its very nature, by its very nature. But like, you know, there was just something it's just something I keep in mind after having watched and listened to way too many goddamn video essays and podcasts about filmmaking. You get your it twists you a little bit. So but um, probably not as bad as film school, admittedly, <laughs> but still uh <clears throat> The part where, sorry, the part where he, I don't, he just, he does a breakdown scene. Which time? The The one one where he says, I am not well and starts crying. Yeah. Well, that's one of them. It's no, maybe it's, it's orange and he has no shirt on and he's covering his face and being loud. Near the end. It's probably the one where he says, I am not well. Or is it the one where he's trying to say something and he keeps messing up and he stands oh, up and walks yeah, around? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When he has the very realistic, like, where he has starts... actually had a breakdown while working on it. Well, so I thought that at first. But then it went on for too long. Mm-hmm. Him talk, Him, like, trying to talk and it not coming out. He went on for like slightly too long for just genuine. And then he started tossing things around, but not in such a way as to break them. Yeah. Yeah, true. And he avoided bumping into his, what we find out later is a drone camera. Uh huh. You know, shit like that. And, uh, and then. Uh, like right after that, he he like sits down in in like a fetal position, kinda, and does a uh like he starts crying, but then his shoulders start moving in a way that they don't actually move when you cry. Uh-huh. And I was like, I I literally paused it and I pointed at the screen and I said, "That's a performance." Yeah. yeah. Um. Well, and so in the background of that entire thing, we're gonna have to get back on topic for sure. In the background <laughs> of that entire thing, there is another camera that he is not actually recording from but there's another camera that's in frame mm-hmm. which is part of the motif for the whole thing which is cameras always mm-hmm. always you you are performing all the time everything even this incredibly genuine seeming breakdown yeah. is a performance yeah and i felt that even stronger when i watched the outtakes yeah. Because in the outtakes, he would often, there was a few times that I noticed that he was doing a breakdown scene. Yeah. And he would stop and like yeah. stop the thing. And yeah. like watching the outtakes after makes you feel much less concerned yes. for Bo's actual well-being. Yeah. 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 I mean, when he comes up with songs, 
I mean, if you listen to the actual songs from the outtakes, yeah. like uh-huh. trying to make microwave popcorn and yeah. obviously five years and yeah, you know, those are typical Bo Burnham songs uh-huh. and those were done in the same time period. Yeah. And you can hear in the outtakes when he's like singing about making microwave popcorn. Uh-huh. So when I watched that, I was like, okay, maybe he's not Jeffrey Bezos. Right. Yeah. I watched it the first Jeffrey time and I was genuinely Bezos. worried about him yeah. as a person. I've watched it out the inside a few times. That's what I'm, I was getting at is that that scene of him breaking down in inside. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, he's okay. Right. Because I like, because I was like, he, it feels like. Not like he's forgotten, but more like sometimes when I like right now, when I'm real, actually depressed, I forget when I'm not depressed or no, when I'm actually depressed, I remember what it was like to be like this forever, Mm. all the time, no ending. And like, I don't know, it made me think of that. It made me think of that stage of getting better. Yeah. Uh, where he just, it, it's like you're processing the fact that you're getting better because it doesn't feel good. Like it doesn't feel like you think it should, but then you get actually depressed again and you're like, oh, that's what, okay, that's how much. <laughs> uh, so, you know, so go anyway, to therapy. Yeah, what? Go to therapy, watch, watch, inside. watch inside, watch the inside outtakes, and, and then listen, listen to, to dissect, dissect by Spotify yes. with David Kushner. There you go. And then do that again immediately after you do it the first time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll go back and then rewatch uh, in, inside, inside after and then the you inside listen to dissect outtakes. and then watch outtakes again. And then the, then maybe the dissect again if you're but like maybe, me. If, if, you, if that's what you're feeling. Yeah, but. if you're like me and you're like, damn, I want to hear that dude talk some more. Anyway, this has been the inside aside. <laughs> now back to our regularly scheduled program. One paragraph in. So at the end of the eat, Edo we're period, American programming, baby. At the end of the Edo period, the Inunaki village was under the rule of the Kuruda clan. Located at the bottom of a valley in the mountains, the main source of income for the residents was wood felled in the forests. Getting into and out of the village was extremely difficult, and in 1884, construction began on a tunnel through the Inunaki mountain. Technology at the time was lacking, and building the tunnel was a near-impossible task. What year-ish? 1884 at this point. Uh, Especially with the costs associated. Work was halted for a while until in 1927 when construction began once again after the various village chiefs appealed to authorities to resume progress. Today, the tunnel is haunted by the screams of those killed during its construction, as it had collapsed, killing hundreds of workers. Some say you can even hear the howling of a dog, which incidentally is how the village got its name. The word Inunaki means dog or dog's cry. The howling dog is the spirit of a dog whose owner killed him in a fit of rage. During a hunting trip, the dog continued yelping until his owner snapped, thinking he was scaring away the game. He shot the dog and shortly thereafter was confronted by a large snake. So that explains the haunted tunnel. But what about the people living in the village itself? Well, legend has it that the Inunaki... This, you said it was a cave that was doing this? It was a tunnel. A tunnel. A okay. tunnel that was built through the mountain. Got to, you. Yeah. Artificially. So legend has it that the Inunaki village was inhabited by the Inunaki clan, a clan created by violent fugitives. This clan not only practiced incest, but also cannibalism. Wow. They kept themselves secluded and therefore declared themselves free from Japanese law, which explains the sign outside the village. 
to anyone who was brave enough to enter, the, they would be hunted down and killed. Madness was rampant, as was apparent when one man snapped and killed everyone with an axe. So it's kind of got a Dudley Town vibe going on. Yeah, it does. And we're living here in Dudley Town. <laughs> another legend claims it was a leper colony, or perhaps inhabited by people with another highly infectious disease. The Anunnaki tunnel was sealed shut, keeping them from leaving and infecting anyone outside. Eventually, everyone died, and the village has remained abandoned since. As if the haunting of the Anunnaki village... Wow, I can't imagine how they would have died. <laughs> you're gonna Sorry. Just, you have to that, speak in the microphone. That was so aside <laughs> that it was far too aside. I said, wow, I can't imagine how they all died. As if the haunting... It seems of, like they had such good hygienic standards. Oh, yeah. So as if the haunting of Inunaki Village wasn't enough, the area seems to possess some otherworldly ability to block all types of electronics. No cell phones, no radios, no cars work in the village. If you got in, good luck taking pictures. If you got stuck, good luck calling someone. In Inunaki Village, you are on your own, and it is said that anyone who enters never comes out. So, Except for all the people who definitely have YouTube videos <laughs> of this place. Oh, yeah. So... There is a connection to the real world with the Anunnaki tunnel and why. Oh, this was the fictional one. Yeah, that was the fictional. Okay. Yeah. I thought this was the real one. No. So on December 7th, 1988, Umiyama Kouichi was on his way home from work. Yeah. Leave me alone. Umiyama Kouichi. Kouichi. Yeah, okay, so if it's three vowels, the first two do work kind of oh, like Jesus English. Christ. <laughs> I'm so sorry. And if it's four vowels, it's back to the first thing. No, it's, it's like math with multiplying <laughs> negatives. It's koichi, koichi, like a long O. Okay. Uh, was on his way home from work. As he waited at a stoplight near the Inunaki Tunnel, a group of youths aged 16 to 19 approached him and told him to get out of the car. Gotta love strange youths. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They claimed they needed the car so they could go pick up some girls and told him he'd best get out if he knew it was good for him. Umiyama refused. Yeah, old man. <laughs> and that was when they attacked. Of course. So trigger warning. Uh, it's not quite. Um, fuck. What was her name? Oh. Oh, my God. I cannot believe I'm drawing a blank here. Hold on. Help me out. I'm, Josh. I'm looking. Sorry. What was F- Junko Furuto? Thank oh. you. I was going to yeah. say Furuta, but that yeah. was Furuta. earlier. Oh, yeah, sorry. I, yeah. I would have known that, but yeah. I was looking at our <laughs> super secret new logo. So, yeah, it's not quite the level of Junko Furuta, but it does get a little... Japanese know how to fuck people up. I'm uh-huh. just going to leave it at that. So Umiyama was dragged from the car and assaulted. He was only able to escape when the youths let their guard down and he ran, trying to make his way home. But the cars on the road refused to stop and let him cross. Unfortunately, the youth were able to catch up to him. They tried to throw him over the edge of the Kandara port, but Umiyama clung to the fence and was able to withstand their assault once more. Bro, I'm like flabbergasted. This is the 80s again? Yeah, 89, I believe. 88. Do you understand how fucking insane this is? Because what they're doing is literally... Okay, I've countless videos talk about 80s movies and their bullies uh-huh. and how dangerous they would be in real life. Yeah. 
these are literal real life eighties movie bullies. Yeah. yeah. And of course and look how fucking dangerous they are. Like like Stephen a, King novel level bullies. Yeah. A kid would a kid like this would ki- who would kill you for no reason? Like, yeah, of course they're gonna do some crazy fucked up shit. And it's wild to me that this is also the eighties. Yeah. Late eighties, almost nineties. Like fuck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was still before you two were born. Only well, yeah. <laughs> then one of the boys suggested that they stop, fearing that they may actually kill the man. But the leader didn't want to want their crime to be found out and reminded the boys that if they were discovered, they were all guilty and would all go down together. He pushed the boys to actually... Snitches get stitches, motherfucker. <laughs> what are you talking about? He pushed the boys to actually kill Umiyama, but he wasn't that easy to kill. First, they put him into the trunk of his own car. That's toxic, by the way. It's actually, you should probably snitch sometimes. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean. I mean, use your judgment. Yeah. First, they put him into the trunk of his own car. Like, if it's for drugs, maybe not. No. Like, if like just possession and shit. You know shit? the difference between a crime and a victimless crime, which is not actually a crime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys get it. Uh, first, <laughs> you guys are cool. <laughs> first, they put him into the trunk of his own car and beat him again, this time with tools that they found inside. Did, have I ever talked about the guy that lived across the street from me? I don't know. Uh, when we lived at Amanda Court, there was a guy. I don't remember his name. My mom would. I'll ask her, but or maybe not. I don't know if I remember. Um, uh, <clears throat> and he would. He was. Very disfigured. And, you know, we thought he was mentally challenged, which he was, but it was brain damage, not a con- like a genetic thing or, or like a like autism or anything sure. like that. He just he would tell us constantly the story of he was he went out. Um, He was driving somewhere doing errands or whatever, and he got assaulted by some guy who beat him almost to death with a bat and left him in his car to die for reasons unknown. The fuck? Yeah. And he would tell us this story over and over again. And he might have told us the reason, but I can't for the life of me remember. And he told us the story a lot. And, uh, yeah, it just, that was in Yuli. Yeah. Yeah. We we I don't know where he was, where he lived when that happened, mm-hmm. but like you, fucking people exist out there who live through shit like this. Oh yeah. Which is fucking crazy. So I they, met that guy when I was 11. Humans are resilient. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Surprisingly so. Yeah. So they considered dumping his body into a nearby dam, but was worried that he would float and thus be discovered. So they decided they had to burn his body so he couldn't be identified. I've got a better one now. Fucking Apex Predator. (laughs) I got it. Okay. Uh, They took him to the Inunaki Tunnel where they poured gasoline over his head and lit him on fire. His screams echoed inside the abandoned tunnel, causing the boys to recoil in fear. After all, the tunnel was supposed to be haunted. Also, Christy, I know you're listening to this. You better not say shit in therapy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Umiyama seized the moment and took off... (laughs) I I said some shit today, and she's going to know, like, fuck, no, don't say shit. (laughs) I'm not in the same place I was today, okay? Oh, this will come out two weeks from now. 
Yeah, I know that. Okay. So Umiyama <laughs> sees the, the moment. The bad thing is that so does she. Mm-hmm. Uh, Umiyama sees the moment and took off running into the forest. The Yuge chased after him, calling for him to come out, pleading with him, promising that they wouldn't hurt him anymore. Keep it in. For whatever reason, Umeyama believed them and came out of hiding. He was captured again. This wow. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Please, I was really actually concerned about the therapy thing, but will you please back it up? Just like a sentence or something. When they started, what did they the do to trick him? The chased after him, calling, out, calling for him to come out, pleading with him, promising that they wouldn't hurt him anymore. Totally believable. Yeah. For whatever reason, Umeyama believed them and came out oh of hiding. Oh, my God. He was captured. Listen, um, it's your fault now. <laughs> yeah. It's oh, I thought you were looking at me and no, telling no, me that no. it was my fault. <laughs> like no, I, no. <laughs> we established that it was before I was born. Yeah, maybe. yeah, yeah. No, no, no. That's not what I meant. I meant it's this guy. Listen, I if- am not a youth. If the youths who were trying to murder you but scant few moments ago should indeed call out to you, hey, man, uh, we're not going to, I'm sorry, we just, you know, it's fine. There is nothing they can say that should that you should believe. Yeah. Period. If you do and you exit your hiding place that they can't find, it's your fault now. <laughs> so... Uh... Coming from the world of we don't, no shit. We don't victim blame, though, yeah. as a disclaimer. He was captured I'm again. I'm not saying... Yeah, it's, a, <laughs> it's kind of... I kind of believe that, but not in not like that hard. Um, so he was captured again. This but time- like... God damn it. <laughs> Come on, you know? It's, it's like if... Nah, I'm not going to get into it, because they're going to cancel me for that shit. So he was captured again. This time, the boys bound his hands and feet together. They stuffed torn strips of fabric into his mouth and beat him over the head with a rock. His blood could be found on a guardrail several meters away, but again, he did not die. The boys poured gasoline on him and set him on fire again. The who? The boys. The boys. The The youths. The youths. The two youths. Remnants of his burnt clothing would later be found on that same guardrail. The pain was agonizing, and Umiyama escaped yet again, this time running back into the Inunaki Tunnel, where he finally collapsed and died. Wow. The boy stuck around for a while, making sure that he was, in fact, dead this time. The boys drove... Iron Mike over here. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, You are more resilient than you think. Yes. (laughs) The boys drove back to Fukuoka. Yeah. Fukuoka. Fukuoka where they were overheard boasting about their act in a bar. Umiyama's body was discovered the next day. His cause of death was determined to be due... Hi, weren't they doing this to not get caught? Yeah. What? Yeah. Youths are dumb as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, his cause of death was determined to be lo- to loss of blood. The boys were all arrested, with their leader receiving a life sentence. At the appeal trial held in Fukuoka court on March 8th, 1991, the main perpetrator who was handed a sentence of life imprisonment at his first trial said that there was no clear intention to kill, therefore the sentence is too harsh, and sought a reduction to his sentence. Hi, what? Yeah. 
there was no clear intention to kill. Yeah, they weren't planning to kill him. As in, it wasn't premeditated, right. is what it would be yeah. in American court. I got you. What um, a fucking, what a ballsy youth. Right. However, the presiding judge, Maida Kazuaki, said the cruelty displayed is unlike any other scene in similar cases. The defendant played a central mm, role. I can think of at least one. Yeah, me too. Well, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I don't def- remember what year that happened in, but it was around this time. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. it's, I think it was a year later. Okay, I think it was eighty nine. Mm-hmm. So the defendant Fuck, played what? Okay, well, conspiracy theory time. What if it was the same boys? No. <laughs> what if it was boys who were like copycatting those boys? Like they heard about it in the news or something, and they were like, "Fuck, that's rad. That's really metal. <laughs> we should do that." And then they did, and then they were like, "Oh shit." But then they're Japanese youths in the eighties, so yeah. they're bragging about it because that's how youths deal with trauma. <laughs> so you said this happened in eighty eight. Eighty eight. I think uh, Futara was in Furuta. Furuta. Uh, it. Was... She was abducted in eighty eight. Ah, November twenty fifth of eighty eight. And this was in May of. 88 however the judge talking that was in 80 or 1991 when the judge made the comment about the cruelty oh well no excuse well there you go Mm -hmm. just a dumb judge so the cruelty displayed is unlike any other scene in similar cases well i was actually about to be like is this is this adult gonna get fooled by the youths no she won't (laughs) because youths are foolish i'm gonna say it until it doesn't mean anything anymore (laughs) so the defendant played a central role and so bears a heavy responsibility the appeal was rejected and the other youths were also found guilty that Japan has a 99% conviction. Oh, yeah. if they got you, they're not fucking letting go. No. Today, Umiyama's screams can supposedly still be heard in the Inunaki Tunnel. Inunaki Village now sits beneath the water. When the Inunaki Tunnel became inconvenient, it was blocked off with stacks of concrete blocks and a new tunnel was constructed. The construction of the Inunaki Dam left the village flooded. It is now mainly known as a convenient body dump. Damn. That's right. The Yakuza still matter a whole lot in Japan. Mm Mm-hmm. So the next story we're going to talk about is the Red Room curse. Now, this is not the same as Dark Web Red Rooms. Shout out our McKamey Manor episode. There you go. If you want to know about that, go check out our McKamey Manor episode. Oh, yeah. That one was for freak people, huh? Yeah. Yeah. So the Red Room curse is a Japanese early internet urban legend about a supposed red pop-up ad which announces a forthcoming oh, death of the person seeing it. Yeah, I have seen. I actually came across this legend when I was doing research for the McKamey Manor episode. Well, there you go. Uh, there are several variations of the Red Room Curse urban legend. According to the most common one, while browsing the internet, the victim will be presented with a pop-up of a black text saying, do you like, on a red background. After trying to close it, the pop-up will reappear. This time, the text saying, do you like the Red Room? Then the screen will turn red, displaying a list of names of the Red Room's victims. <laughs> I'm not going to do it because it's I'm not going to do it. You go ahead. You fit, you go. I don't know what he's trying to do. <laughs> Is this something about do you like? <laughs> do you like? No. 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 I, I think I know. <laughs> Motherfucker, you brought the show to a halt. What is it? You brought the show to a halt. Because you look like a cat eating a canary over there. 
You had the hugest shitty so grin on your face. Some jokes are just for me. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. Because now, it, now it's I'm involved. Because <laughs> what do you think it is? No, 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 no. Because I'm not going to embarrass myself. <laughs> you might know. You might know. <laughs> so I need to hear it from you. I don't even. I can't even think of the fucking the the look I had was. Pre-joy. My brain knows what the fuck I'm thinking about, so I laughed. But I also was really trying hard to remember some lyrics. And I don't think I remembered the right ones, but that made me laugh harder. The- oh. <laughs> cause- oh, okay. I thought you were thinking of, do you like mudkips? <laughs> no, what the fuck is you that? Don't, you kn- oh my god, we were on the internet at the same time, but in very different places. Yeah, gotta be. I don't, okay. What the hell is? Do you in like mudkips? So well, I'll tell you mine in a second. It's, it's a copy pasta about uh, a kid in school that uh, wants to fuck mudkip from oh, Pokemon. Well, but then there's a. It was almost like a malware. Like it wasn't. I don't know coding, but it was a website that if you went to, it was like mudkips with a Z. Mm-hmm at dot something mm-hmm. or if you went it would act like a virus and it would not let you close it where ev- every time you like tried to close it it yeah. would just open more dialogue boxes and it in the background it would just be mud kip going mud kip mud kip <laughs> that and is the, sinister the only way to get rid of because you couldn't force close your browser or anything you just had to turn your computer off and back on oh my god yeah wow <laughs> like most first generation porn sites yeah yeah I mean, you would bring up a porn site a pop-up would click you'd click it off another pop-up would click up yeah but yeah fuck man i remember pop-ups Mm-hmm. Websites that ask me to disable my ad blocker are immediately blacklisted on my computer. <laughs> I do not fuck with that. Anyway, mine was, I was trying, he said, do you like, and I was like, I don't know, fuck, some simple ass do you like bananas ass song. I don't even remember the lyrics of that one. But then you said, do you like the Red Room? And I thought of... um you make me completely miserable. Do you know that one? I don't know if that's the name of the song. It's the one that goes, "You make me come, you make me complete." Yeah, I've heard you that make before. me completely miserable. Yeah, and I laughed because I thought of the word "come" because I'm a child. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Speaking of porn. Uh, anyway, so. So after uh, the phrase, do you like the Red Room, then the screen will turn red, displaying a list of names of the Red Room's victims. The target will sense a mysterious presence behind them, after which they will lose consciousness. They will later be found dead in their home with the walls of the room in which they were discovered, quote, painted red with blood, end quote. I want to paint I see this red room and I want to paint it black, Don. (laughs) So the origin of the story can be traced back to the late 1990s, where Japanese interactive Adobe Flash horror animation, considered to be the origin of the Red Room Curse urban legend, was uploaded to GeoCities. What? GeoCities! Holy fuck! (laughs) Oh, man. I found it. It was (laughs) mudkips.ws. I can't believe you found it so quickly. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, he has a bookmark. So... <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yep. That would have been a bookmark that I would have had since 2007. Wow. Wow. So it told the story Did you of have a... to use the Wayback machine or anything like No, no, the website doesn't work anymore. Oh, you just googled. The... I found a Reddit post. Oh, nice. So it told the story of a young boy who was cursed and died after seeing the pop-up. So now we get into the truth part of the, the story. The okay, legend good. I like these parts. The oh, legend okay. gained notoriety in 2004 when an 11-year-old girl led a fellow sixth grader to an empty classroom during their lunch hour, slit her neck and arms with a box cutter, Fucking a. and left her to bleed to death. Jesus How much Christ. did you say old? 11. Fucking A. Mm-hmm. This is a real thing that happened. Yes. This is the article taken from the Sydney Morning Herald, June 2nd, 2004. Maybe Japan is just more metal than the U.S. They do everything like at a, like cranked up to 11. Yeah. I wonder if it's because of their toxic work culture, even from a very young age. Yes. Hmm. The grizzly murder in an elementary school in southern Japan yesterday. Now, I'm not Japanese, so I can't speak on it myself, but I'm just making some conjectures. <laughs> Uh, sent shockwaves through the local community, leaving many asking how such a tragedy could strike in their midst. Police identified the victim as Satomi Matarai, age 12. <clears throat> M-I-T-A-R-A-I. Matari. Mitarai. Satomi Mitarai. Yeah. Age 12. They said she died of massive blood loss after being slashed in the neck and arms with a retractable knife used to cut paper in boxes. Authorities took her attacker into custody for questioning soon after the assault at Okubo Elementary School. Oh, oh, he did. Hold on. I thought she did that. It was two girls. Killed. A a girl killed a girl. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I was wrong about the direction that happened. Yeah. So authorities. I thought it was like like a suicide. No. Okay. Authorities took her attacker into custody for questioning soon after the assault at Okubo Elementary School in Sasebo, 980 kilometers southwest of Tokyo. They did not release the assailant's name, according to Japanese legal protections for juvenile offenders. Mitaari's father, Koyoji, um, said he rushed to the school after receiving a call that his daughter was hurt. When I arrived, he said, Satomi was already lying there collapsed. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. Kiyoji Mitari told, uh, told reporters, I can't put into words what I'm feeling right now. I can't understand it at all. I don't have a clue. He added that his daughter never spoke of disagreements with her classmates and appeared to get along well with them. Mitari's bleeding body was discovered in a third floor classroom by a teacher who called police. Emergency medical workers said they arrived at the scene to find her lying face down on the floor unconscious. She wasn't breathing and her heart had already stopped said Kazuyoshi Tominagi, or Tominaga of the Sasebo Central Fire Department. The attacker, who police called Girl A, had called Matari uh, out of the classroom as lunch was beginning and took her to another classroom around the corner. In Japan, lunch is commonly taken in classrooms. The girl's teacher said she first noticed something was wrong when the two girls were missing, public broadcaster NHK reported. Shortly after, Girl A return, returned smeared with blood. Police said she Damn. Can, yeah. You just Jesus come Christ. back. Yeah. <laughs> so police What the fuck? Probably a mental break. Mm-hmm. Maybe. So police said she confessed to the murder and said sobbing, I've done a bad thing. Authorities have not found a motive. Now that was the article back in 2004. Uh-huh. After being taken into custody, girl A was reported to have confessed to the crime saying, "I'm sorry, I am sorry" to police. 
She spent the night at the police station, often crying, and refused to eat and refused to drink. Girl A initially mentioned no motive for the killing. Shortly afterwards, she confessed to police that she and Matarai had quarreled as a result. That one you can pronounce kind of like you want to. Matarai? Okay. Mitarai. Mitarai. Quarreled as a result of messages left on the internet. Girl A claimed that Mitarai slandered her by commenting on her weight and calling her a goody-goody. On September 15th, 2004, a Japanese family So you fucking killed? What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Did she die? She died? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Not so goody-goody anymore. No. Nope. So, damn. On September 15th, 2004, a Japanese family court ruled to institutionalize girl A, putting aside her young age because of the severity of the crime. She was sent to a reformatory in Tochigi Prefecture. The Nagasaki family court originally sentenced girl A to two years of involuntary commitment, but the sentence was extended to two years. Um, huh? by two years, uh, in September 2006, following a psychological evaluation. On May 29th, 2008, local authorities announced that they did not seek an additional sentence. Because of issues with communication ability and obsessive interests, girl A was diagnosed after the murder with Asperger syndrome. (sighs) Yeah, I don't know about that one. So the killing provoked debate in Japan whether the age of criminal responsibility lowered from 16 to 14 in 2000 due to the 1997 Kobe child murders needed to be lowered again. Girl A was considered... God damn, really? Yeah. Fuck off, Japan. (laughs) All the time with this shit, too, honestly. Like, for, for all the times. Fuck. Girl A... You know I don't like... I don't like corrupt legal systems. I hate them, in fact. I don't like draconian laws. You know I hate those. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, You're known for hating those. Um, that's like one of my things. So, girl A was considered to be nor- a normal and well-adjusted child before the incident, which made the public more anxious. Members of the Japanese government, such as... I wonder as- if that's because you don't know how to mentally evaluate children. Huh? Huh? I said, Japan doesn't know shit about mental health. So <laughs> members of the Japanese government, such as Kiichi Inoue, in, Inoue. Inoue and Sada Kazu Tanagaki. Yeah, it's about as good as you can sure. get. Mm-hmm. Came under criticism from comments made in the wake of the killing. Inoue was criticized for referring to girl A as Jinki, which means vigorous or lively. A word with positive Genki. connotations. Genki. Yeah, sorry. Genki this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of like spirited. Okay. Uh, Tanagaki was criticized for referring to the method of killing, slitting of the throat, as a, quote, manly uh, act. Th- oh, uh, Jesus. Whoa, I'm going to need to back up because <laughs> I was just going to let you know. Genki, it means, I know it means spirit or some form of it because, uh, you know, spirit bomb, the yeah. Goku move. Uh-huh. Uh, Genki Dama. Nice. Spirited bomb, I think it literally translates to. Sorry. Spirited ball, whatever. So Tanagaki was criticized for referring to the method of killing, slitting of the throat, as a, quote, manly act. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not even worried about that. (laughs) So, uh... Y'all know why why that's fucked up. Like, I gotta say shit. So Girl A became the subject of an internet meme on Japanese web communities such as 2Channel. She was... Yeah. 
I'm guessing. Two channel? Two channel, yeah. Most, Japan can have their own 4chan, I guess. Yeah. Uh, incorrect. They had it really? first. Yeah, this oh. was in the early 90s. No, so it was 4chan and 2chan, but yeah. they're, they're American sites that were copies of these Japanese ah. sites. Uh, well, there was one that I think 2chan was, or maybe 4chan was, and then there was like a bunch of copies. there's in. also fucking 8chan. And... Yeah, I don't remember which one they co- was the copy, but then, then there's like American copies of it. So, gotcha. You know. So uh, she was nicknamed Nevada Tan because a class photograph showed a girl believed to be her wearing a University of Nevada Reno sweatshirt. Tan being a childlike pronunciation of the Japanese honorific su- suffix chan, chan, generally used to refer to young girls. Japanese physiologist Akio More cited the case in support of his controversial, quote, game brain theory. Uh, referring to human brains affected by the long-term effects of playing video games. Fuck off. Bitch! <laughs> which, it's the early 90s. It's the early 90s. Which has been criticized as being nothing more than superstition. Yep. Girl A was reported to be a fan of the death-themed Flash animation Red Room, a claim used in support of the theory. It was also known that Girl A had read... Uh, the, that isn't a game? Well... It was also known that Girl A had read the controversial. This is contra- Sparta. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> had read the controversial novel Battle Royale and had oh, seen its on. film adaptation, which centers on young students fighting. It's to the like death. hardcore Hunger Games. Yeah, it's better, so, but if mm, slower as well. So at the March eighteenth, two thousand five, Okubo Elementary graduation. Students were given a graduation uh, album with a blank page in honor of Matari's death on which they could put pictures of Matari, girl A, or class pictures containing both girls. Matari was posthumously awarded a graduation certificate, which her father accepted on her behalf. Girl A was also awarded a certificate as one is required in Japan in order to enter junior high school, and the school believed it would aid her reintegration into society. Two good reasons, I guess. <laughs> Which brings us to the last story. Um, I, I This one's not quite based on any real thing that I could find, but it was too good not to, uh, to tell. And as I told Josh and Ruben at the beginning before we started recording, this may very well be my last podcast. Um, oh, good. Okay. Podcast. It's time for this bit. Yes. This may be my last episode of Two Tones Over. God, um, I had almost forgotten about this bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So if you guys don't hear from me next week, you'll know why. Um, I actually asked Cindy before. I was like, how superstitious are you? And she's like, why? And I was like, well, and I told <laughs> that her. That means superstitious enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I told her and she's like, you know what? You fuckers are talking about summoning demons. So, you know, whatever. Just, you know, she goes, your insurance is paid up. Go ahead. <laughs> so here we go. You know what? Cindy is a real one. Yeah, she is. <laughs> oh, my God. So this is the story of Tomino's Hell Poem. So the curse of Tomino's Hell Poem has various manifestations. A young girl is said to have died a few moments after reading the poem out loud. The legend goes like this. Tomino, thought to be a boy, but it's not totally clear, reportedly lived in Japan. When Tomino authored the gruesome poem, his parents were not happy about it at all. Not only can Japan be very strict, but the poem goes into some gnarly details. Tomino's parents locked him in the cellar to punish him for his poetry. They refused to feed him. 
punished for my poetry. Yes. <laughs> Alone I sit in the basement. Death eventually came as a I'm result. Gonna you put bongos on the back of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Death eventually came as a result of cold, the cold and humidity in the form of bronchitis. Thus, Tomino's spirit remained imprinted on the worse, in the worse of the poetry. If you read it aloud, it will evoke the curse. Tomino was not crazy, but on the contrary, wrote the verses in anger towards his condition. Now, Tomino was reportedly born with a serious disability of the legs and had to be in a wheelchair. The poetry reflects the sadness and feeling of helplessness that can come with disability, especially with a child. Tomino was Japanese? Yes. Okay. Uh, were we in, in English? Huh? Are we going to read this poem in English? Yes. Okay. Well, then it's not, not going to work. Yeah. Okay. Well, good. Uh, Tomino's <laughs> hell curse gained notoriety when people started suffering losses after reading the poem out loud, which harkens back to the Hungarian suicide song. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Check oh, out yes. our Hungarian suicide song episode. Fuck. We've done it. We've done. We've done episodes on like everything. Yeah. At We're, this point. We've done lots of episodes. You would, you might like them. Yeah. <laughs> There's 106 episodes for you to go check out. Go re-listen to them. Yeah. Pump our numbers. So in 1974, Josh, I don't think you can say that in 2022. <laughs> pump our numbers. Uh, I'll pump them. <laughs> you know what? That's fair. <laughs> if uh, consensually pumping, we shall say pump, pump it up, pump up the jam, pump the jam. While pump your feet are more. stomping. <laughs> <laughs> so in 1974, a movie that translates to "To Die in the Countryside" was released. Written and directed by uh, Teriyama Suji, he took much inspiration from Tomino's hell when making the film. Because of this, when he died later on, people said that it was because of the poem. Bitch. There were also rumors of a few university students who died after reading it. Urban, <laughs> Urban legend also has it that when, it, when read out loud, people can suffer serious accidents like falls, permanent loss of their voice, Fuck off. <laughs> and suddenly that doesn't work on an audio medium. Don <laughs> continued to read the script, but only mouthing the words. He hasn't even, have you even fucking read the poem yet? I read it earlier. Oh, okay, sure. But, uh. Did, should I have heard it when you did? It's not the best poem in the world. What did it say? Oh, we'll get there. Then you, then you. You have to. The answer is no. For the Ruben. continuation of the. <laughs> All right, it's fine. <laughs> so yeah, lo permanent loss of their voices, sudden illness, and even driving accidents. All of these cases allegedly have one thing in common: they all read Tomino Hell's poem, Tomino's Hell poem, out loud and suffered the consequences. I thought you were going to say they all had a fat ass. <laughs> the victims were mostly normal people, which included simple onlookers who were just trying to dispel the myth of the poem. In Japan in the 80s, there was a trend of filming friends who were intent on reading the poem out loud. The trend became popular, and reportedly there were no consequences to reading it out loud most of the time. However, it seems that the curse strikes at random. It might have even been a scheme not yet understood. So today in Japan, even the elderly and wise will not mention the poem out of a fear that it will curse them. So, with no further delay... Here is the English translation of the fatal poem. Goody. Elder sister vomits blood, younger sisters breathing fire, while sweet little Tomino just spits up the jewels. All alone does Tomino go falling into that hell, a hell of utter darkness without even flowers. 
is Tamino's big sister, the one who whips him. The purpose of the scourging hangs dark on his mind. Lashing and thrashing him, ah, but never quite shattering, one sure path to Avicii, the eternal hell. Into the blackest of hells guide him now, I pray, to the golden sheep, to the nightingale. How much did he put in that leather pouch to prepare for his trek to the eternal hell? Spring is coming to the valley, to the wood, to the spiraling chasms of the blackest hell. I'm going to be honest, I bet this fucking slaps in Japanese. (laughs) Oh, I know. The nightingale in her cage, the sheep aboard the wagon, the tears well up in the eyes of sweet little Tamino. Sing, O nightingale, in the vast misty forest. He screams he only misses his little sister. His wailing desperation echoes throughout hell. A fox peony opens its golden petals. Down past the seven mountains and seven rivers of hell, the solitary journey of sweet little Tamino. If in this hell they be found, may they then come to me, please. Those sharp spikes of punishment from Needle Mountain. Not just on some empty whim is flesh pierced with blood-red pens. They serve as hellish signposts for sweet little Tamino. Don didn't die. Not yet. I'll put bongos behind that whole thing. Yeah. Good. Uh-huh. <laughs> Perfect. And uh, uh, a triangle. Oh, yeah. Ding. Yeah, every ting. Just every once in a while. Just like not in a rhythm. <laughs> <laughs> a tambourine. There it is. Just in the back, in the very way background. <laughs> Just real light. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and occasionally get a right on there. <laughs> yes. Preacher. In fact, I'm going to need you to use the audio from a very goofy movie. I've never seen that. Oh, my God. What? I've never seen it. It was a 90s movie. I was a grown-up then. I would have thought you would have watched it by now. No. Because it feels like something you would love. Probably. I have Disney+. Plus. I'll check it out. Check it out. Both the goofy movies that I know of, the first and the second one, are very good. You're on TikTok, right? Nope. I, thought I mean, kind of, but not really. Yeah, you need to check out, uh, uh, oh, fuck, what's his name? Straw Hat Luffy. Or Straw Hat Goofy. I'm sorry. <laughs> guy named Straw Hat Goofy. Oh? He is a, he's a huge fan of One Piece and a Goofy movie. So he Good. Ooh, what he, a phenomenal cross-section of interest. So oh. he talks a lot about movies, but he- Fucking he, excellent name, too. Yeah, Straw yeah. Hat Luffy. Now that oh, I know that. So it was good. good before. It's good. It's wow. It's gooder now. It's gooder. Yeah. It's way more goofy. <laughs> so that's it. Those are the Japanese urban legends based on real stories. This is another really strange energy episode. Yeah, but this one's not as bad as the midweek last week. No. Midweek last not week quite. was just miserable. I think that was like pulling teeth. Oh, no, no, no. I just mean the, the strange energy that we have because we're recording at such a late hour of it's the night. It's so late, yeah. guys. How it's... late do you stay up playing uh, Mario Party? Mario Party? Usually not very late. Yeah, we don't really meet. I got to drive. I vaguely remember the night I played Mario Party with you. It was like 1, 2 o'clock in the fucking morning. Uh, that was like, in the before times, That Don. was the before times, <laughs> yes. I am old now. Okay, whatever. Um, schedules have been forced to change, and they are <laughs> uncooperative at moving any further. I work a nine to five now. Yeah, well, yep. Yeah, but you got the it's the weekend for you now. No. Uh, 
now only because we recorded so late. So <laughs> very, very late. I gave you the option. I said you didn't have to. Yes, but this means I get a Sunday and a Monday off where I actually don't have to do anything right next to each other. Do you know how nice that's going to be for me? I'm sure. I had four days Don't off. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. That came out so sincere. <laughs> I don't I didn't mean it. Mm-hmm. I just really need more than one day off every other week. That's what I'm just, you know. You only get one day off a week? Every other week, Don. Oh. One actual day off. Wow. Like I, I for real, it goes Tuesday to Saturday. Yeah. I work. Then on Saturday, I get off, and I either do D&D, or I hang out with them, or sometimes I just go home. But uh, then uh, Sunday is the recording days. Mm -hmm. Monday is therapy and errands. And then I have a Tuesday off. Then I work Wednesday through Saturday. Sunday is recording. Monday is therapy and errands. And then I work Tuesday through Saturday. Mm. So I only get every other Tuesday off. I mean, we can rearrange the recording schedule. I don't... It doesn't have to be on Sundays. I mean, it's f- I Sundays was started because of you working at C- CVS. Yeah, you know, we just kind of stuck with that. We don't. This is off mic talk. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll talk about it. When we We've given next. enough behind the scenes to the non patrons <laughs> at this point. I don't think the real patrons want to hear this. I know. I don't shit. think so either. No, it's useless content. Get, yeah. Let's move on. Okay. Get rid of it. Keep it though. <laughs> Satanic panic happening soon. We have a Patreon. Patrons are getting bonus content about how we're learning about how to be demonologists. We're going to get certified. We got yeah. like ads and shit now. Support dude. us there financially. If Mysterious you, if you new logo, you guys. Mysterious yeah, new logo be... on the way. Yep. We'll Might be... have something to do with our massive, big, special, amazing Satanic panic yes. series that's coming up that you should all be as excited about as we are. And we are starting on January 1st. We will have a new theme song intro that's oh, right we will yeah. i forgot mm-hmm. yes. fuck so yeah. many new things are happening yes. that are gonna be so much it's, fun we have a big announcement that will be uh never mind because that'll be at before this is released never mind um you heard the, the big announcement about i don't even know what the fuck we're talking about right now uh two weeks ago yeah no yes no yes Fuck me up the ass. Who's uh, on third? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we record these in advance, and it's it's uh, late. I, as my grandmother would say, I'm it's tickled. Late. I got I done tickled myself on that one. <laughs> Anyways, uh, you know the routine. Like and follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash DTOpod. Share us everywhere. Yes. Give us five-star ratings on whatever you're listening on. Apple or Spotify. I know they have rating systems. Best We're almost th- up to 69 ratings on Spotify. <laughs> Somebody screenshot it. If you're the 69th one, screenshot that shit. Please. <laughs> um, we have a Patreon. If you can support us financially, it's patreon.com slash two towns over. You have to put that in the address bar or search us on Google. You cannot we search got- us. Within, so many tiers. We got yeah. a two dollar tier all the way up to a twenty dollar tier right now. Yes, and um, Don's doing math in his head. I feel it. Don's Don just went cross-eyed for a second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I think that's all. Uh, oh, uh, we would really appreciate it if you could recommend us on Facebook. Yeah, do that. Um, yeah, recommend us to people. 
We got some great recommendations. If I can figure out how to access them again, we will read them on, <laughs> on the air. I'll it later. I, uh, I don't know how. I saw them one day and don't know how to get back to them. So they changed the fucking format. Yeah, they completely time. changed Facebook page. Yeah, it's, it's not Facebook it's really now. Weird. It's meta. Oh, fuck off. That's not true. Um, so having said that, uh, thank you so much, guys. Uh, oh, we got a. What was this? Campfire stories or two towns over? This was definitely oh, two towns this, over for sure. Yeah, yeah. Because it because we we did the legend, and then we did two real stories. That's a two towns. Okay, that's a two towns over. That's right. true. That's so. True. Thank you for listening to two towns over. I have been Don. Do we shout out patrons anymore? Not every week now. We oh, don't, we don't do it every week anymore. No. Shouts out to the Pirate King. Yeah. The plant babies and also their moms. Who still have yet to reach out to us. They might not be listening anymore. Yeah, they might not be. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> uh, wow. <laughs> Look, man, I am, I, I, I love hard and I live fast, okay? <laughs> <laughs> what just happened? I don't know. Fuck cancer. Fuck cancer. Be good to yourself. You're more resilient than you think you are. And we will see you next time. Bye, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye.